This audio orgasm is not safe for work and is strictly for adults only. Now, let's get it on. What? Jody, I'm gonna fucking kill you! Okay, now. I hope you fucking overdose on cocaine! Now, say Poe Boys Podcast. Welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast! How can we fuck your day up? <laughs> Beautiful. Welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast. We don't think rape is good, but we turn a blind eye. Rape, 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 rape on the first fucking date. If you had to suck a dick, I think if like gun to my head, I'm not going to do this willingly. But I'm a black belt at jerking off. I think I'm just going to, like, pinch the head a couple times and fucking bite it or whatever the fuck. Like, I'm going to know all the little tricks. Just lick my thumb and fucking press underneath the head a bunch till it fucking pops and go, leave me alone now. Go away. How crazy is that guy? He's like, I have a gun. Yeah. And you have a mouth. <laughs> We're doing this. Like, that's wild, man. Like, I'm pretty sure it's you something can to look forward to, Pat. Words. You better suck my fucking dick or I'm going <laughs> to blow your brains out. I'm going to blow your brains out, cocksucker. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna. I, I, cause you just want a blowjob real. Yeah. I'll just pay for a hooker for you. Dude. You could have just right. asked. You didn't have yeah. to pull the gun out. I mean, fuck. I'm not good. <laughs> it's my first time. Now you want to give me pressure? <laughs> <laughs> And I like eye contact. And my eyes are tearing because you got a gun to my head. Yeah. That's not fun. Let me go put on buddy. some mascara first so this feels right. You <laughs> got a gun. All right. See, it's now you're bad. talking about going next level. You're going to throat the guy? It's your first time. Don't ever deep throat on your first time. Pat. I'm guessing he's skull fucking me. I don't think he's making <laughs> sweet love to my baby mouth. I think he's grabbing my dumb ears and just going to town. <laughs> he has a gun. He's not going to be sweet. Be the worst day of your life. Just yeah, I would rather that. I would rather get skull fucked and go. Yeah. Oh my god, I was mouth raped. Then so that guy made sweet love to my stupid lips, and I can't <laughs> stop thinking about it. Now I hope I'm on a full stomach. I just had Taco Bell, so I can just throw up bean burritos in his pubes. Leave me Let alone. Let me leave. Go take a bite of sandwich. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast. I am your host, that motherfucker Jody B. And tonight, special guest gangster all the way from the Northeast Coast. A man of many talents. I believe he is uh, officially, in my opinion, the hot sauce of podcasting. Because no matter what show you add him into, I feel like he makes it just a little bit better. Uh, the guest tonight, the incomparable Mr. Pat Oates. Hello, Pat. That is the greatest intro, unless you're allergic to hot sauce ever. Well, that's fine. Just kill yourself with Pat Oates. Stuff him down yeah. your ears and throat and just die. Let's go. It's a comfortable death. 
you've been on Who's Right podcast. You've been on WATP. Who are these podcasts? You did Shitty Song of the Week once years ago, I think, once Couple or twice. Times, yeah, I was on there. So really good friends, uh, Red and Fish over there. So it's just I have been chomping at the bit to have you all to myself. And tonight, sir, you've Help me make that happen. So I want to first say thank you, and also thank you, Xfinity or AT&T or whoever finally got you some good-ass internet up there in the sticks where you live. I wish it was the internet. I blame that. It's because my laptop sucked. I bought a good one, and everything's fine. See? And that was where I started. Like, I couldn't do video, and people used to make fucking fun of me mercilessly. It still happens, but now I'm just like, fuck off. I've got 200 meg internet. I got a brand new laptop. I don't even watch porn on this laptop. Like, it literally has... Just on my phone. Yep. (laughs) I'd rather lose my phone and let that get a virus than this fucking production studio. Like, I opened up my CPU. This is some nerd shit, but I'm not really smart, so... I opened my CPU usage today, just clicking on settings, and it said currently I'm using 3% of my CPU. Well, congrats. I know. I feel like that's a feat because my girlfriend's computer was not so lucky. That was the one that I used to use, and it was bogged down. <laughs> Lots of porn? or everything? Probably. I don't know. Nice. Porn, cookies, bugs, fucking computer aids. I mean, it was old, too. Like, they outdate themselves now, computers. So, you know, it was that time. But it got to where if I recorded a conversation with video, the bandwidth or whatever, the processing, it couldn't keep up. And it would just glitch every fucking 10 seconds. It would cut out the, the uh, vocals. And it just would piss me off to the point that I'm like, I don't even want to fucking do this anymore. Yeah, I ruined about three people's podcasts. And I was like, I'll, I think I'm good. Everything seems fine. And then glitching right away. It sucks, so I'm glad that you got it worked out. You deserve to be heard and seen and all that, Pat Oates. You've been fucking building your stock up for years now doing stand-up. And Are you like a full-blown road comic? Do you travel around or you kind of stay up on your side of the country? I stay on my side. I'm not big enough to be all over the country, but I do the Northeast. Not yet. That area. And I also do uh, radio locally, so I, I, hmm. I, it helps me stay grounded in the round, too. So. so are you like a everyday radio host guy, or are you like a come-in-on-Friday-and-tell-jokes guy? I am a come-in-on-Saturday-and-Sunday f- as a part-time DJ, and Sick. then a couple mornings a week, I fill in as the third mic on a morning show. Fuck yeah, dude. And that that's pretty fruitful. It, it gives you some parameters, though. Is it like uh, drive time or car radio, or is it like Sirius or something where you can say anything you want? It's it's um, regular terrestrial radio, but it helps a with comedy locally because I can promote it better. Sure. So people come to the dumb bar I'm performing at. <laughs> it also teaches me not to swear all the time, which does help with tighter writing and stuff. So. It's tough. Like uh, anybody that can do it squeaky clean. Like at this point, I think the only one I've seen do it decent is Nate Bargatze, and he's pretty clean. But at the same time, like there's still some stuff in there that it would be tiptoeing if you happen to be on radio. I bet. So it's just it's not even my world, man. I, I have a hard time with it. I don't know if you saw his, any of the clips from him hosting Saturday Night Live last night, but that monologue was just one of his best stand-up bits, and it was fantastic. No, I didn't, I didn't even know he was on last night. I haven't watched because Saturday Night Live in 20 goddamn years. Yeah, because of the strike, they can't have actors. So they asked Nate. He even starts by going, yeah, I shouldn't be here either. I, I know I <laughs> and then it was just a great monologue. It was I listen to a lot of the East Coast dudes like, uh, you know, Legion of Skanks and stuff. So I'm familiar with a lot of like some of the new breed comedians and stuff. And like, I never got to hear, I think they call it Red State Nate. Like, I guess before he turned the corner with all that. And I I would like to hear that now just to see what it was like, because I bet it would have been fun. Like a Toby Keith song. (laughs) 
I saw his. I got to be at his first special in New York. Um, we went up to a couple buddies. We got free tickets. They were trying to paper the room in a small theater. Sure. It's crazy to think that now because he sells out arenas. But they got tons, of, a thousand people in the place, and it was amazing to watch. But it was all the stories about his dad being a magician. It was the super clean, yeah, yeah. But with the fun little, it's the Tonight Show some set. dumb shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and my wife sucks. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I. I know you've talked with Carl and stuff. Had you ever get down to any other clubs on outside of New York and stuff, like over at the Carlson where Vinny works or any of those places like that where you could scoop up some of the WATP audience, Pat? I have not yet. I uh, well, never what really the reached fuck? out to that spot. Bro. I've done some things in that area, like casinos and stuff in Upper mm-hmm. State New York, but not the Carlson. You should. I think you've got enough pull now, and especially after your fucking your showcase this past weekend or last Saturday, whatever you were on, man, you fucking killed on that show. If they'll book Stuttering John, I think they'll book anyone. I'm I kind of, <laughs> Pat, I think I would be insulted. You should call him and be like, listen, guys, I'm not trying to like pull my dick all the way out here, but 15-year comedian here. Let me get a little bit of minutes up there if you're going to hire that doddering fuck ass. And it would be cool to tie it into maybe being in the WATP studio slash basement of paneling and hang out there, too. Yeah. I think you should do it, man. I hope that this new is a newfound fucking ignition to your career. Like, I don't know, and career, I don't know how often you get out and about now, but like, I'm sure you've been a little busy since getting back into the the swing of things, right? I, I know you've yeah. done three shows just this past week of people I know, so hopefully you're fucking getting your door beat down. Yeah, which is nice is once I got on WATP, everyone else was like, oh, you're available and can actually talk to us without your computer breaking down. Like, yep, so. <laughs> I'll be on Compound Media, Anthony Kubia's network, filling in for him this coming Thursday. So he'll be out still. I guess he's been sick. So I'll be doing my own show on a Thursday. So another way to reach out to people. And stuff. Fuck yeah, dude. That's great. I'm happy for you. Like in that with the whole uh, computer sucking dick, like. I'm an audio snob, and I've only become an audio snob between some of the shows I listen to and just how long I've done this and produced it myself. Like, if I hear things that are just bad, things that should be cut, you know, technical difficulties and shit, I'll listen for about 15 seconds. If it's a hum, if it's a bullshit, your episodes, arguably, are some of the only ones that I hung in there for because I genuinely wanted to hear what you had to say. I couldn't even listen to my episodes, and I wanted to hear what I said. (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. Well, that's great. I'm glad that you decided to come in tonight and talk with me. I have a few things like just I I don't get comics a lot. I've had a few, but like there's a few like just tip of the iceberg, brr, jerk off, where'd you grow up, all that shit. I don't really think you want to get into all that unless you'd like to. I'll do whatever you want to do. I have more fun just talking shit, but I will do interview or whatever you want to do. Well, first of all, take your pants off, sir. I'll take mine off. Finally. We'll we'll dock wieners. Let's do this. So with comedy, I'm, I'm always curious, like I like to do the, the best worst. I know that's probably a cliche question, but I like to ask people cause I do want to hear your, your shiny moment and then your complete shit moment. So like your career so far, are there any two right off the top, the best and the worst case scenario for a night with Pat Oates at the comedy club of your choosing? Like the best, the best place I've been or no, no, no. Uh, this set went great. I got to open for somebody. I really put like you're a pinnacle for you. Something that really made you happy that you got to do it. Oh, okay. I, um, the first big name person I admired that I got to open for was Greg Giraldo, who passed oh. away years ago, but I got to, open and you for have been doing comedy a long time, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But um, I got to open for him, and it was awesome because he was a guy I listened to on Howard Stern and Rose sure. and all that stuff. But then also I went up, and I was new, and I did dumb shit, and he actually scolded me after a show. And I thought my <laughs> career was over. But then the next day I took notes that he said, and it went great, and I learned a lot, and I appreciate him doing that. So it was a great moment and a shit moment at the same time. Yeah. You never had like uh, been beat up on stage or any crazy shit like that, have you? Had people throw shit at your head? I've had I've had punches thrown. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh man, I do a lot of crowd work. I'm kind of a dick. Um, <laughs> so sometimes that happens. No, I made fun of a guy because he looked like the guy from Smash Mouth who also just died. That um, <laughs> this wasn't him, and I made fun of him for something, and he said he was mad because his uncle just died of cancer. It had nothing to do with what I was talking about. Sure. And then he just ran up at stage at me and went to punch me, but he was so drunk he missed, and those pinky just hit my nose. And so then three guys behind him had knives ready to fight during the show. And I look around, and the only person having my back is this five-foot little lesbian girl. And she's like, like I got you. I'm I hope you right. said that. Like, get, get your fucking wig off, Trish. We're about to take these motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. to, the, to the cleaners. <laughs> and then the owner just goes, break it up. Now finish your set. I'm like, I have to go finish? She's like, yeah, you got 20 more minutes. I'm like, they have knives. All right. Yeah. So it wasn't a good time afterwards. God damn it. Yeah, I think I probably would have left. Like, no, no, no. Those might be throwing knives. I guess any knife could be a throwing knife if you try hard enough. Yeah. And they didn't pay me yet, so I couldn't leave. So. God damn it, man. You ever I had got people- to open for Jim Jeffries in a theater in front of 1,400 people for two shows, and that was amazing. That's pretty sick. 30 minutes, and that was – I love him too. And I had opened for him a couple times before, and it's a local casino in my area. that He let me do that, and it was awesome. So. Yeah. Who are like your comedy icons? I usually think that uh, a typical comic would compre- be comprised of like three people. You know what I mean? Like the the big three for you, like your inspirations, your icons, the people that you know their shit front and back. What would be like the big three for you, Pat? Anthony Jeselnik, Mitch Hedberg, Louis C.K. I like it. Anthony Jeselnik. Two guys who do what I can't and one guy who I feel like, I mean, I'm not as good as Louis in any way, but similarly wise. We talk about the same thing, our lives, dumb observations, shit like that. You look like fucking Kirk Metzger and Aaron Berg had a baby, dude. Like, I don't know if anybody's ever. For both of them. That's, that's what awesome. I'm saying. They're great guys, too. <laughs> Kurt's like, great. Kurt's it's all just of, rubbing so off. Aaron, of but Kurt's one of my favorites. His mind is so dark and so brilliant. He's awesome. Did you check out his latest uh, the little 30-minute gas special I that he did. did? So good. You thought it was good. I thought it was fantastic. I'm gonna. Oh, that came out the wrong way. Hold on. I didn't think it was bad. I thought the audio, like some of the production shit was fucked. Like the first 10 minutes or so, I could barely hear him. And I was like, it's oh, whole production is terrible. Gas did a terrible job. But all those 30 minutes they put out sounded bad. That place was big and tinny and bad. Sure. Well, but I the mean, fact that he I, didn't give a shit. I felt like Dave Smith wasn't terrible. Into it when the crowd was still like, we don't know what you're talking about. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm not talking about transabled and all this stuff. I don't <laughs> care. That's what I love about him. I haven't seen Columns yet. I figured that Columns will be pretty good. Yeah, but the sound was weird, too. It was. Columns is very funny, God but same kind it. of thing. Same thing with Dave Smith's and everyone else's. So. It might have been a ploy from Gomez just to make his sound the best out of all of them so that everybody <laughs> else had to be one step behind. I like it. Possibly. It's a boss move. That's what they do. Those I feel like good dudes. Louis Gomez and Dave Smith, the first time they ever headlined was at a club that I was booking when I first started. So like, I was friendly with them, so I gave them a chance before they were closing out shows yet because it was cheaper damn man how much has the landscape changed in that so that's 15 years plus i mean the last thing i heard you say was around 15 i didn't know if that was just a a round number is it 17 is it you know no it's 15 it'll be 16 in july okay so So i bet when i first started i had quit a job i had to be stupidly go into comedy and then i was at a comedy club locally and they asked me if i'd ever managed a restaurant and i was like i have before (laughs) like we want to manage this club 
And then the guy who hired me got fired because he was stealing from the owner. Yeah. So then he goes, I don't know how to run this. You just run it. So for two years, I just ran a comedy club that was also a front from the mob to like launder money. But he's like, we don't want you to make any money. So he gave me no budget. So I would just hire the guys I was friends with. And I was friends with like Joe Liz, Samarill, Mark Norman. I would perform with them. So they weren't headliner big names yet. So I got them to come down for cash yeah. that I could just give them. So I was putting on great shows for no budget. That's pretty good. Shoestring budget and bringing in a fucking a house like that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So. Was it at a point where people were actually showing? No, no offense. But like people, did they know them well enough that you were actually to pack those fucking shows out? Or was it still no. just kind of pretty? <laughs> A lot of comics came. Maybe some people came, but we it'd be very rare if we packed one out. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. So look, I want to shift gears for a second because I kind of I ran out of all the, the getting to know you stuff. I know you. I've listened to you enough. That's the thing. All you guys go check out Pat Oates. Go to YouTube because don't go to any other social media. That's what he said. YouTube, Pat Oates Comedy. Yeah, I need 13 more people so I can monetize my channel, so get over there. 13. Do it now, you cocksuckers. There's at least 10 people that might hear this, you know? We get half of that. Don't hate me, I hope. (laughs) All right, look. So I had a couple stories. I I like when you riff. It's one of my favorite things. So I had a couple here that I wanted to present to you just to kind of get your opinion on. And I want you to help me because I got like little, uh, little taglines for, you know, whatever the thing is. So I've got... Three to choose from here, and you can tell me uh, what you think just based off the the clue. Ready? I got flare gun facial. I got sex doll rape, and I have gay cemetery. Gay cemetery, out of doubt. Gay cemetery. I just found out about this the other day, and I thought about yeah, I didn't you. Know. Can you see uh, the screen right now, Pat? Yes, I can. So I live in Arkansas, and this is actually right up the street from me. It says. Uh, this fellow uh, was out, I guess, trimming some of the other uh, cemeteries around the neighborhood. Maybe he's a landscaper dude. And he's looking around, and he finds out that there's actually a cemetery specifically for gay people that have died from AIDS. How did he find that out? That's, well, we're going to get to the bottom of this together, Pat. The bottom, get it? Yeah. Hey, uh. we're going to get to the top, too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> So it says everything was overgrown. Uh, the, the, the headstones, you know, were almost lost in the, the brushes and the bushes. And I guess, I don't know. Okay. It looks like maybe the fire department said they needed to go in. Everything was growing uh, too high. So they had to go in and do like a control burn. Lo and behold, whole ass gay cemetery underneath there. Like an old gay too. Like before like gay was okay. Which is, say. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like this just kind of shows how unokay it was to be gay at that point. Because from what I understand, they had a whole ass other cemetery for the gay guys. Well, I mean, I, is that not crazy? Like what? He's dead. He's not going to infect your dead grandpa next to next door. What the fuck are we talking about here? It, I guess it depends on how they were put there. If it was like respectfully, like these are for our gay loved ones, that's one thing. But if it's like put the gays over there, not near grandma, then that could be what it was. I bet you that's probably what it was. I live here, so I kind of got the the four one one on how most motherfuckers like to act around these parts. So I imagine it was like, no, 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 don't don't bury all the homos next to your pawpaw. He's gonna be turned over in his grave. Why? So the guy can fuck him in his ass? What's the deal here? Don't bury the homos next to your papa. It has to be a bumper sticker somewhere. That that is merch. <laughs> uh, how did they know they were gay? So I guess they did some in they find these these uh statues and shit and they found the name of the uh the name of the cemetery and I guess it wasn't on register. 
So the guy did a little bit of investigation, found out that it's called Files Cemetery, I believe. Pedophiles? Oh. <laughs> oh, no. But uh, that was that was uh, interesting to me that, A, it had fallen to the point, you know, the point that it was lost, I guess. And uh, the fact that it was a thing altogether. Whole-ass gay cemetery. Yeah, but all statues are gay. I think being buried's kind of gay. <laughs> it's to super be honest gay. with you. <laughs> I mean, how vain is that? You're going to fucking go get burnt up and so you'll be worth, I don't know, two pounds worth of dust? Like, rather stick my dead, bloated body into a box in a concrete fucking cell and just leave it in the middle of a field somewhere. It seems a little more fucking uh, uh, superficial than it should be. I don't think we should bury bodies anymore. That's crazy. And if we are going to bury us, don't put us in a box. Just put us in the ground so we become fertilizer for other shit. See, I feel like that's where you get kind of in the, the weeds because that then you, it can soak into like the water and stuff. You'll be drinking dead people water. We're already drinking dead people. We're drinking fish fuck water. <laughs> <laughs> Animals fuck in the water and we drink it. We're not filtering that out. I'm glad you've had that epiphany because I think about it a lot, Pat. I think that's why the ocean's salty, to be completely honest with you. It's all jizz. I think it's not all jizz, but I think a healthy percentage, like a good 90% of it is probably, you ever seen a whale's dick? How much? It comes buckets, quarts, liters. I haven't. You know what? I have not seen a whale's dick. Probably fucking bigger than you. I'm taking a guess. Do you just Google whale's dick or does he have to say whale's penis? Ask Alexa. Alexa will tell you. It's probably just going to bring up, that's the tattoo you wanted. This is (laughs) whale's dick on my back. Yeah. Whales fuck with a penis? Yeah, dude. I think maybe the lady whale, do they got a... I don't think they have buttholes, dude. Yeah, they do. Surely they have buttholes. I found out manatees have buttholes. There was a story where two manatees in the Boston Aquarium were having sex, and they were brothers, and one fucked the other one to death. Oh. They had anal. To death? Yeah. And incest. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you're going to walk on thin ice, you might as well dance, huh? But imagine that you're a manatee, you barely even know what you are, and then you're, like, fucking your brother. Because they all look the same. It's kind of like Asians. They're, like, the same kind of... So they all look similar, and they just start fucking. And then he dies. What do you do? You have to swim around his dead body. You can't just leave. Manatees are slow and shit, too. Like, that wasn't... That, they would, don't strike me as a vicious animal. I think he got made love to death. No, it was vicious. It was a hardcore no. fucking... How? They can't... Have you ever seen a fucking manatee that just float around like a turd? Not when they fuck. Is it the only time they move fast? You ever seen a fat guy have six kids? At one point, he moves quickly. That's a good point. All right. Touche, motherfucker. If he sees his brother's ass just gleaming in the water off the glass (laughs) of the aquarium, he's turned on. Oh, shit. I've always thought that manatees were just fat dolphins. Like they're the fat girl of the porpoise world. I confuse manatees and walruses. I think the walruses have teeth, like the big pointy fucking manatees are just like, they should all be named Megan. Like they just hanging out. They're all slow with their little flipper arms. Is that what Megan's look like? Where are you from? I think so. Especially if it's just the G, like you put a GH in there for sure. It just looks like a manatee with a thigh tattoo of a cinnamon roll. It's always sleeping with your brother. You're like, get the fuck out of here, Megan, you whore. Throw a shoe at her fucking head. So all that animal's jizz is in the water, and then your Brita can't stop that. No. I, w- I see how sick water makes people, like on uh, those survival shows. I've seen a bunch of them, the Survivor Man and Lost and Alone and all that shit. 
And they always make the mistake. One dipshit is like, I could probably drink this water. And they drink the water. It could be a mouthful. And within 24 hours, they're like vomiting and shitting everywhere. And I just think it like, God damn, man, there's got to be so much more shit floating around in the, like you said, in the ocean, as opposed to just some stream in the back that might have some cow shit in it. I'm surprised more people don't drop fucking dead every day on the beach. And it's weird that they get sick like that when we're eating shit that's got every kind of chemical humanly possible. It's weird what our body can and can't handle. Yeah. They look like they have the hangover fucking lurches, dude. Like, they'll be sitting there and, like, spraying shit while they're also violently vomiting. And it's just like, damn, girl, you should have known better. You you weren't that thirsty. You went out to the woods and you didn't even learn what to drink. <laughs> you dumb fucking bitch. For money, you stupid whore. Drink your own pee. I'm building the hut. Like, you're stupid. (laughs) I laugh at all those people, man. Like, ah, go live in the woods. Give it a shot. That's the only reason I would see, like, you see all the preppers and these motherfuckers. They're like, I could start a fire with a cotton ball and a pair of sunglasses. And I'm like, cool, man. Hopefully you never get to the point where you have to start a fire with a cotton ball and sunglasses. Because I feel like it ain't going to work. You also learned it from a YouTube video, you asshole. Like, you don't know what you're doing. Like, you learned it from <laughs> someone else. You can't watch YouTube when you're off the grid. Yeah. I tell everybody all the time. I was like, you can keep your flint and your steel and all that. I got a lighter. That's what that's for. You guys are trying to do shit the hard way. The lighter should work for a long time till it runs out. If we get to the point where we're all outside, I want to die anyway. Sure. I've said that uh, people like to do when you go on shows, they'll like to ask you questions like, what would you do when a zombie apocalypse? And everybody Ride. thinks they're fucking Rambo. Yeah. I was like, no, no, no. I'll take, I don't know, a 12 gauge, maybe some Coke, <laughs> a couple cheeseburgers. Like I'm only going to last maybe 24 hours. Oh yeah. You do heroin. If you haven't tried it yet, you go for heroin. And then the zombie apocalypse is kind of cool because you're sure. moving like them anyway. You're just sitting out there like Kurt Cobain or fucking Scott Weiland sitting on your couch like, oh, wow. <laughs> Zombies start chewing your fucking arms off. Or which sucks is if they don't bite you because that means you're too dumb to chew on. Because <laughs> only like brains, you're like, ah, oh, man. Like, I was act retarded. I got that one, Pat. I appreciate it. I need a bell or something. Bing. <laughs> Sorry. I get mad at myself sometimes for making dumb jokes. Just the and that's one thing I appreciate about you, man. Like you're not afraid to just to hit the T ball too. Like you you get some grand slams. You wind up fucking bottom of the ninth and you'll crack one out of the fucking stadiums, but you're not fucked up about walking up and just donking one right off the T ball and taking a base. I like that about you. Of course. Like why be serious? I'd rather say dumb shit all day and then believe me, in your Discord and all your groups, everyone there are people who like my humor, and a lot of people get mad that I laugh at my own jokes. Yeah. And guess what? I oh. find me funny. Why would – if you t- say something funny and don't laugh, you're a psycho. Yes. You, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I guess did you hear somebody making fun of you, or was that actually you that called in? That, no, I didn't already know that part. I, but that happens to me at every show I'm on. I laugh like Seth Rogen if he was retarded. Yeah. I have a stupid giggle, all that shit. It's a little bit Seth Rogen, and uh, who's the guy from Curb and the Goldberg? Jeff Garland. A little okay. bit that little too. Bit, yeah. yeah. I like it. It makes me fucking giggle. It's infectious. But somebody called in and left a voicemail on like the, the last episode. And Carl was like, oh, look, Pat called in to comment about his episode. And the guy did a pretty good Pat Oates, but his laugh was a little off. Yeah. Well, you know what? The fact that he knows who I am and worked on an impression is flattering. Goddamn right it is. Yeah. Suck on that, nerd. No, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for having no friends and you had to think about me so much that it bothered you that you called Carl, who also doesn't know you, yeah. to pretend to be me because you think it's going to hurt me. I appreciate I, that's you. That's how I live. 
going and jerking off and getting all that poison out before you fucking type that in, you dipshit. It's fun. I, I, I've had people call up and do impressions of me. It's not hard. You just gargle glass. I, I don't drink. I've never smoked a cigarette day in my life, and I sound like this. Really? So you didn't even earn all that. You were just blessed with it on your born day, huh? No, I, I, I had a little kid voice at about 13. This I don't believe you. I think as a baby, you were crying like, wah, wah, the baby, hey, fuck you. Fuck you. Give me some tit. <laughs> don't hey. put me in the gay grave. Yeah. Hey, ma. <laughs> fuck it. No, you my mom. <laughs> I want it. I want a commission now. I would love for you to be uh, the new baby like in a look who's talking featuring Pat Oates. Look who's fucking talking. Hey. <laughs> I also like the compliment of you saying, I like that you have no fear of not being funny. I appreciate that. I don't have it either. <laughs> I gave up on it, man. Like, there was a time early on where, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I still don't know what I'm doing, but I, I think I know what I'm doing. And I'll get on here, and I, I do a lot of shows, too. I'm a podcast whore. I get on every show I can. I'm sure you're the same way as me. I quickly learned that I'm having fun talking with you. I forget on purpose that people are listening or involved. It's you and I chatting, having fun. And I'm going to laugh and enjoy it and say stupid shit. Yeah, other people afterwards eavesdropped on our conversation. And that's become entertainment now. But you're the one who chose to listen, so fuck you. It's pretty good. I think... Because the money is starting to come around with the streamers and all that shit, like some people can make a few bucks. I like doing this. I like doing one on one, no audience. My, I feel like in this day and age, people start dancing for that fucking money a little too much, and uh, then they start to let the listeners, aka fans, aka dipshits, start dictating the direction of the show and how it goes. And it's like, well, we don't do that here. This is my show. I'll do whatever I want. If I want to stop right now, I'll look up a fucking song. We'll listen to the whole goddamn thing. You don't tell me what to do. <laughs> YouTube you can is kind of with the super chat kind of ruined that. And Pat. I get why they're doing it for the money, but it's become that the people that are listening are now in charge and taking over, and you become like the whore to them. You know, I get it, because some guys are making a good living off it, but you're not doing you're not even being yourself anymore. You're just always afraid of offending them yeah. or trying to be so offensive and not just be natural. It's tough, man. Like it's a it's if you're gonna be edgy, we're Sometimes you're going to step off the edge, I guess, is the point. You'll know when you hit the spot. <laughs> there's, there's definitely a sweet spot where you can lay and people will still laugh. And then sometimes just a cunt hair over and then everybody gets mad and you're a fucking asshole. And blah, blah, blah. You know, it's I've not had right, to deal with that. If you don't that. take those chances, then you don't learn where the edge is. Correct. I think you've probably got the same thing. Like I've always said, you got to keep your ratio right. Like if you say enough funny shit. To where every once in a while you can say some kind of kind of little bit racist something sounding, and people will still laugh because your fucking your your ratio is still higher. Some people don't do it as well. If you do it with a sense of humor and you can tell there's no malice in what you're saying, people that aren't dumb are gonna understand that you're joking. Yeah, it also helps if you're not over sixty. I've learned like anybody over sixty, pretty much everything you say sounds kind of racist. Well, I think you are at that point because you're like, I don't have to care anymore. I'm almost dead. I've got like 11 more years that I can be racist. <laughs> are you looking forward to that? Hey, boy. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> First place I'm going, gay cemetery. You wait to hear yeah. what I'm going to say. Oh, no. You want to give you a fucking magic marker? You just start writing your name on everybody's tombstone? Just gay. <laughs> gay on everyone. <laughs>
Do you put flowers or you put like dildos? I like, <laughs> yeah, there, thank you, Pat. See, that's what I'm talking about. Mr. Roll with it. What do you leave in a gay cemetery? You leave candles? Do you light them on fire? You leave prep now just to be funny? Ah, you missed the boat by about 40 fucking years, cuz. Sorry. That'd be fun, too. You're, like, over there going, if you just waited a little longer to, like, suck all those cocks, you definitely could have just taken a pill and partied like they do in those videos. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's so it's comical now. Remember when AIDS was scary? Like in the mid nineties, dude. AIDS was serious fucking business. Yeah, now AIDS it's not even a thing big... that you could just say to someone like, Shh, don't say AIDS. Yeah, yeah, don't even bring it joke. up. <laughs> it was AIDS, then nine eleven, then COVID. Those were the things. I think you hit the milestones. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I'm trying to think if there was another one. I think Janet Jackson's titty popped out at one point. So yeah, like, didn't kill anybody. <laughs> well, it might have killed a few people. It killed a few people's jobs over at fucking Fox, yeah, and it, it killed broadcast people. live television. Matter yeah. of fact, I'm pretty sure that was when they decided to make a 15 second buffer, so in case somebody else's titty whipped out at the Super Bowl. I just wish for all of that it was a better titty. I didn't even get to see it. I still, to this day, I'm not convinced there was a whole titty there. I think she had a pasty on and like. I didn't even really want to see Janet Jackson's titty that bad, but like Justin Timberlake was there and then her titty, like it was, I think it was made way more interesting than it was because of the placement and the company that it was taken in. Cause if it was just Janet Jackson right now, only fans on a titty, I probably wouldn't even care. No, I wouldn't care about that at all, but it was super bowl titty. Like you don't get, you're in, a, you're in this like championship game and then you get titty from a boy band guy presenting you titty yeah that's a lot to take in titties on tv that hasn't been a thing like since i was a kid like that's like obviously everybody had scramble i'm trying to think when you would actually see titties on tv like that was always like the big no-no but then i don't know hbo and as i got older i found out like there were old movies you could rent you know revenge of the nerds and stuff see titties and pussy and all that stuff but right but even that you as a child like HBO, hbo or, or skinamax or something like that that wait, yeah. wait up real late your parents weren't around so you could watch it they kept that on the down low when i was a kid like i feel like tv was really fighting back against all that shit yeah they were really fighting against titties and now that's what sells titties i remember but when men t- can have titties and ladies can have dicks now so it doesn't even matter that is true i was gonna say the titty era was kind of nice like that's what spawned girls gone wild Titties. You remember titties when they would like just come on and be like, hey, guys, you like titties? Well, guess what? For $25 a month, I'll send you titties. Just here's titties on a boat. And here's some titties on a train. There's titties behind a dumpster. (laughs) Benny Hill chased tits. You're like, oh, is that what England is? You just watched him chasing tits. Snoop Dogg was there. And now it's like. Martin was the last person to just be body parts. Like, I remember, like, when you talked about her, you was like, tits. Like, you didn't even know her songs. You're like, yeah, tits. And then they're like, oh, what a great singer. I'm like, she was tits. Yeah. She was okay, but yeah, the titties definitely kept her around for a while. Because that was the only notable thing about Dolly Parton. Big yeah, hair. She's not an attractive lady. She just had big tits. Big, fat titties. Huh? And now she's like a big titty grandma. And she sends Ooh. kids books in the month. Uh, books Yeah, and it also inspires Miley Cyrus to be a hoe sometimes, like, which is great. She doesn't have titties. <laughs> Yeah, she was titties. Kardashian was the last one to be like J-Lo to be ass. And Asses. now you can't just say someone's body parts. Angelina Jolie was lips for a hot second. And then she went and adopted like half of the sedan and just retired back at the mansion, I guess. Yeah, but she also had that vial of blood with Billy Bob Thornton. That got weird. Yeah. 
That's when her lips went away. Her and Mick Jagger were lips. I just imagine what it would be like to fuck Billy Bob Thornton. It wasn't a good thing that just happened in my head. Would you be fucking him or would he be fucking you? And would he be Sling Blade or regular Billy Bob Thornton? I'm thinking Bad Santa, Billy Bob Thornton, because I don't even want to fuck like fat. But he he went through a period over his career where like back in Tombstone era, like there was fat Billy Bob Thornton. I might throw one in Fat Billy Bob Thornton, but I feel like uh, Bad Santa Thornton, he's definitely going to be doing the fucking. Yeah, Thin Billy Bob fucks you. Kind of crackhead. Billy Bob gets fucked. Yeah. Just shows the difference. It's like Carl Carl Childers, the fucking sling blade Thornton. Yeah. I'm not really sure. I think he might just watch you jerk off. He'll jerk off while watching you jerk off. (laughs) It's a duel. (laughs) I like it the way you touch on the tip with your thumb. I like you play with your taters. <laughs> it's just eye contact, no blinking, just jerking off. Yeah, I like the way you jerk. Whack em, whack em. I like that jerking. What kind of lotion you use? <laughs> he's, he's from here. I should hit up Billy Bomb Thornton. Go see what he's up to these days. I don't think anything. I thought he died. I know he didn't, but I thought he died for no, some reason. He's still around. I'm sure he's just grouchy. Is he still singing? He was singing for a while. That's the only the I heard about Billy Bob Thornton recently on Shitty Song of the Week because he was in the competition and uh, that was his voice was better than I thought it was going to be because I've heard some real turds when it comes to you know celebrities deciding to give it a whirl and uh, that could have been way worse. Yeah, like Bruce Willis when he plays harmonica in that shit song. He stinks, and then the Bacon Brothers they stink. I'm trying to think of a good one. Is isn't House like okay? Doesn't he sing like blues or jazz or some shit? I don't think he's bad. Uh, Jamie Foxx is good. Yeah, oh, Jamie but Foxx can sing like black a motherfucker. Guys are be good at yeah, that. for sure. They're multifaceted. Yeah, white guy that's good at both. Timberlake. Justin Timberlake's he's not like bad. The Dean Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can do it all and well, show a titty. That guy's had quite the life. I guess so. So with Timberlake, it goes the other way though. He's a singer who tried acting right as opposed to like a well he was on the what mickey mouse club or disney shit first so yeah. he did that then boy bands and everything so he's been doing all that shit since he was a child i guess that's true shack can't rap i've heard that no pretty terrible Sha- even the old shack foo was bad when he was with fushinik and that was terrible <laughs> i don't even know what that is i thought it was just oh, a video you, well, anyone there look it up fushinik was a rap group like in the early 90s and shack got involved with them and he was called shack foo and it was just, they said silly words the whole time. Oh, no. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I'm going to drop a uh, section of it in right here, if I remember. Shaq Fu. <laughs> just imagine Shaq rapping. Hey, everybody. Remember his acting, too, when he did that, he was a genie or some shit? Kablam, I think it was. <laughs> I wanted to say Shazam, but that's the superhero movie. It's something like that. It's Kazam, I think. It's one of those Nelson. Yeah, it's one of those Nelson Mandela things where everybody's like, "No, that thing, this thing." Sinbad was in that movie. No, it was Shaq. Shaq played a genie. Nelson Mandela things. The Mandela effect. When Nelson Mandela was like, remember he was leaving the prison, and everyone's like, "Yay, we love this guy." That was when the Yankees were playing the Padres in the World Series. I remember that because they showed him as they were like touring him around in New York, like waving. The sound was off, and I was drunk at a party. And he had a hat, Yankees hat on. And I was like, oh, my God, is that guy the sh- shortstop for the Yankees? All drunk to my friends. Like, he just looked like some guy who might play for the Yankees. Like, no, that's Nelson Mandela. I'm like, all right, does he play second? I don't know. Who yeah, I don't. I didn't watch the draft this year. Well, who got him first? What raft did he come in on? Shout out Nelson Mandela. 
I don't watch a lot of sports. I could probably do more, but it's just another thing to keep up with. Sometimes people, I think they like to exclusion bully me because they'll talk about things like hockey and I just don't know anything. So I have to sit there and just kind of smile and nod and go, "Mm -hmm. yep, Buffalo Sabres. I watched sports a lot as a kid. It was the only way to communicate with my dad. I'm not going to get sad, but like my dad loves sports. So like as a kid, uh, he picked us on the weekends, they were divorced. If I knew about sports, I had more conversations with my dad. Oh, that's so a good I memorized point. all yeah, baseball, yeah. all football, all basketball. But when I got older in comedy and life and everything, I don't really watch it much anymore. It's once in a blue moon. Like, I'm here on a Sunday with you. I don't even know who's playing in football. You yeah, know I what I mean? Know. I don't really watch it anymore. So. I've had uh, my co-host, John. He's a, he's from Philadelphia. So he's a Birds fan. And we actually had to reschedule a whole show. He was like, can't do it, homie. I go, what the fuck do you mean? He's like, I got to watch the fucking the Eagles. I said, you got to watch the Eagles lose. Who gives a fuck? Like, settle down. He's like, no, 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 no. I got to watch it. And I said, all right, man. So we had to put it off and fucking wait. <laughs> Everyone in my family is that way. Then they still lost. And, and he came in and he that. was pissed off. And I was like, well, why didn't you just fucking not do that? I said, we could have had a fun show, laughed and giggled and shit. And then you could have gone, got pissed off by yourself. Now you're in here being an asshole. And then they start to question, like, did they lose because I watched or did they win because I didn't? Well, he'll say shit like that. Oh, I bet on the fucking the Philadelphia. So they lost. It's like, well, stop betting, cunt. You're going to make everybody else mad. I have friends that gamble on sports just so they can watch it because they don't care. I'm like, that's like doing drugs. Like, I need to feel just to be alive. It's like, holy shit. I never got into that kind of gambling. Like, I like playing cards and stuff. Maybe throw dice for a dollar, but I never got into, like, sports betting and horse racing and all the extracurricular ways to lose money. That's not my favorite. I don't know how that's fun. I mean, yeah, you're pretending that you know something that you don't. It's just a game that you have nothing to do with. I think online betting, like, for UFC fights and is kind of fun. It's just because I don't know what any of the numbers mean. I just go, like, yeah, parlay means let's do this and i could spend like seven dollars and make a hundred maybe that's yeah, fun betting on fighting is like gladiator shit i say you look at two men and you decide which man you think can beat the fuck out of another man right that kind of makes sense but trying to factor if 11 guys with a special team and a stupid kicker are going to do better than other 11 guys and they're dumb water boy that's too much I get angry when people talk about the NFL. I said they should just win all the time. Don't they get paid $16 million to throw the fucking ball, and then the other guy gets paid $10 million to catch the fucking ball? You should just catch the ball every time. They're all real good. I Someone know. has to drop the ball. I get the fucking the, the allure of it, but it's what annoys me about the thing. It's like sometimes the quarterback will just air one out, and I'm like, the fuck are you doing? That's what, If I was the owner, I'd be on the phone at halftime going, you tell fucking Patrick Mahomes. If he fucking overshoots one more goddamn time, he's going to end up back at fucking Carolina with his bitch ass or whatever. I don't know if he played there, but yeah, it's close enough. His wife stinks and then that brother's stupid. I, I know more about that and how loud and dumb they are. <laughs> See, I don't know none of that shit. Yeah, like everyone hated the wife because she's cute, but she doesn't shut the fuck up. And then now Taylor Swift and her are both in a box. And now that girl hates it because Taylor's more popular in the fucking skybox yeah. than that bitch. We were talking about the, I said hockey. That's when people start talking about shit like that. I think hockey's pretty gay just because it involves ice skating. I don't know very many straight <laughs> men who ice skate. And people say that all the time. You would, if you got out there, you got burp, burp. No, bitch, I don't ice skate. That's fucking gay. <laughs> you fall down and hurt yourself. And I think that's why they fight because they start realizing it's gay. 
And then they're like, oh, we got to be men and just start punching. Oh, that's it. They get the sticks and they just fucking make goals and they think about fucking each other and they have to fight the gay thoughts away. It's like, you gave me a boner, eh? And they fucking start up the lawnmower. They tackle them down and just start, hey, you fucking fuck. I think most sports are pretty gay. Yeah, a little bit. Football starts with a guy bending over, passing it through his leg. You don't have to start that way. You can start any other way. I played center in high school just so somebody would touch my balls once in a while. You know? That's nice. Well, I was only like third string, so I need to play a lot. But hey, I was there, ready to do my fucking due, due diligence. You were third string gay. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't even good enough to be And then gay. they started going to the shotgun. I guess it's because the guy really didn't want to touch my fucking balls. I was offended. But he wanted to look at your ass. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're going to look at my fucking goods, but you're not even going to give me the satisfaction? I always threw the ball over his fucking... No, I threw the ball over his head, so some fucking linebacker come in and clothesline him. It was great. That's nice. That's why I was third string, probably. You were you were a scorned lover, so you let another man beat him up. That's crazy. Like, so, I don't... Did you play sports at all? Like, as yes. a kid? Yeah, I obviously. several sports. So you had to, I was an athlete all through high school. Because you had to talk college. to your dad. That's what you said. So, I'm sure you right. had those. Nice. Did he come to your games? Yeah, he came to the nice. games and then told me I could do better. But it was. Uh, <laughs> you ever get and into then in college? I played rugby. He didn't come to those things. That was more because I was drinking at college, you know. So it's like. Did he ever get into a, a heater sport. in the stands? Anybody ever fucking get loud with your dead pops and had to fucking start some shit, or was he more of a bitch you out later? No one really. Those everyone yelled at me because I was a shit talker and an asshole while I played basketball. But like my dad kind of just waited till in the car to go, "You're an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's probably better than the mid-game guy who's half-lit when he walks in and he's like, get your goddamn head in the game, Pat, and like throw shit at you. That was my brother played uh, Little League Baseball on a traveling team, and there was uh, one dad of the kids on the team that would get drunk at like 9 in the morning and just start fighting with umpires and push other people's <laughs> turns. It was awesome to watch. I like that. That's what I would do if I would yeah. go to just a Little League game and just be like, goddamn, Jamon, you can't fucking hit the ball. <laughs> We didn't have any J-Mons in Connecticut. Like, they weren't allowed. <laughs> that sounds like it would be a word. <laughs> J-Mon, that's not a name. Shut the fuck I'm up. I'm sure it's a name. I, well, I'll bet you. J-Mon, and I'm sure it's spelled no way. J-apostrophe. Mon. M-A-A-O-W-H. Jamon. And he's not Jamaican. Yeah. Speaking of, we were talking about sports. I'm going to steer away for a second. I fucking... I only played football. That's the only sport I care about because the only sport I learned the rules of. I sucked at basketball. Baseball was slow. Baseball is the worst. It takes all goddamn day. So, I like playing baseball as a kid. I like throwing I, a fucking baseball. Playing catch. One-on-one, you throw the ball. Maybe you get one of your jerk-off friends to fucking hit the ball. You catch it. You throw the fucking baseball. I don't like all the other stuff. It's fucking stupid. We had a kid on our Little League team who had cerebral palsy, and his dad was the coach. And then he, they would just put him in left field when somebody was left-handed and right field somebody was right. <laughs> so they couldn't hit to him. But he would always bring a box of donuts out with him. Yeah. So I played center field. So I'd make a catch and run over, get a donut, and he'd give me one. He'd save me one or two. Yeah, but they made him donuts. switch and he had palsy? Like where his legs fucked up or just his arms? Yeah, all of it. Yeah. He, was like a, he, was, he looked like a swastika. But how long did they have to call a timeout for him to get to the other side? You said he would switch from left to right. Jesus Christ. It was like... It's baseball. One kid's taking his time to walk up, take practice yeah, I guess that's swings. True. He's gimping over. And <laughs> we were ready to cover for him. Nobody was really hitting the ball yard. Take we a walk, Jeffrey. Kids. Get over there now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Walking like deal. a thriller video. He would just gimp on over. We're like, all right. 
I saw a fucking, uh, I went to a comedy show not too long ago. I don't get to do it much. There's only one here that's, I guess, a thing. And I've heard literally people laugh about it on fucking podcasts that I listen to. And they mention it and everybody just giggles. And I go, well, God damn it. <laughs> that's why we don't get any good shows around here. Mm. I saw a cat with cerebral palsy in the comedy club. And he was Josh walking. Blue? It wasn't Josh Blue, but a very similar situation. Like with the stiff arms and the little fucking weird baby shits. And at one point, that was my opening. That was my icebreaker to him. He walked up to me and I said, hey, what you doing? Pop locking. And he couldn't hear me when I said it the first time. So I had to say it again. And he just kind of took a second. He goes, huh, huh. Yeah, I get that one a lot, man. He just kept walking. I go, all right, well, that's enough for my comedy for the evening, I think. I hosted this a comedy contest once, and there was a guy in a wheelchair, and he was all Stephen Hawking up. He wasn't like kind of. He looked like folded laundry in a chair. Like oh he no, the head, nothing else. And he even had a. He couldn't hold the mic, so and he couldn't get on stage either. So they have to put a different spotlight <laughs> off to the side for him. <laughs> and then they had this. He had a handler, like some girl, like that was paid to like wipe his ass, and then that day hold his mic. And so she's holding the mic into his face, and he the first joke he goes. uh People ask me if I was born like this. I'm like, nah, I'm just a big Christopher Reeve fan. And it got a huge <laughs> fucking laugh. This is a cosplay. Right. And then he just goes, oh, thanks. Uh, you, during the laughter, I was able to shit my pants. And I'm like, this guy's a killer. And I was like, <laughs> he had nothing after that. And then I went up back up to host. And I'm like, I've never said this before, but I want to fuck your mic stand. <laughs> <laughs> and he asked me if he could use that. I'm like, yeah, I can't. <laughs> Damn. So you just had made me think of like a ventriloquist act. You get somebody who's real fucked up, right? Like maybe a deaf mute, cerebral palsy kid, and you get a handler, aka somebody to hold a microphone in front of their faces, and then just from off of the side, somebody like you just pipes in, and uh, you know you have a whole new fucking uh, situation on your hands. Unless the mic goes out, that's going to be a problem. But I think what you do is you just get one of those crippled people out of the chair. You put them on your lap. You convince, <laughs> you draw makeup so it looks like it's a puppet. And then he just talks regular. And everyone thinks you're the best friend Trilliquist. And you're just holding a cripple. <laughs> that would be, I would go see that. I got a couple more stories. You want to jump off into one? Shift gears? Let's Yeah, let's, let's go. We would sports and gay cemeteries. I'm ready. All right. So we got a... Uh... What did I say? I said uh, flare gun facial and sex doll rape. How do you, I guess sex doll rape, because how do you rape a doll? And share. Nebraska. Hint, hint. Mortuary worker accused of having sex with a life-sized sex doll at a deceased person's home. Oh, I did hear about this, actually. So this guy... He looks like he got a touch of the downs, huh? A little bit. I'm not He's saying that that was. First in downs. <laughs> He's got a fourth downs. It is cool when you have that head, and then if people blame you, you could just go right into full retard. You go, and it'd just be fine. Oh, yeah. It's like being just Mexican enough to, like, you're, you're not really brown, <laughs> but I've met a few of these people. Their last name's Lopez, Sanchez, whatever. They fucking speak fluent Spanish, and every once in a while when they don't want to do some shit, they go, no, I stand. No, I'm not. It's fucking great. How many great. racist men have said that? He's oh. not really Mexican. He's just Mexican enough. I'm going to say something else. Just to Hey, uh, Chalupa, Tortilla, I raped your sister, okay? Make me guacamole, then kill yourself. Chop, chop, motherfucker. <laughs> a mortuary employee in Nebraska, Nebraska, 
Take two. No. Uh, mortuary employee in Nebraska is facing multiple criminal charges after he allegedly tampered, air quote, with a life-size sex doll at the home of a deceased person. So the guy, I guess, was picking up a body, huh? Yeah, and then they found a sex doll, so he's like, well, while in Rome. <laughs> do as the Romans do. Fuck yeah. the torso dolls. I wonder if he cleaned it first. Even though the death was from natural causes, the 41-year-old Smith reportedly contracted the apartment's property manager, said the Sharpie County Sheriff's Office requested that he retrieve the sex doll for a biopsy. hey oh, He's going to take a fucking chunk out of it. He didn't fuck the person, though. No, no, no. So the guy died, natural causes, and I guess they didn't even have to go to the hospital? That's kind of odd, right? Don't you have to take, like, dead bodies to the hospital? I think that's what this guy's job was. I don't think he was supposed to stop and fuck. I think he was there to pick up and deliver. I guess that's my point, though. Like, I didn't. I guess people do die at home. I'm just saying the idea of like there just being a dead body there. I thought that like they go to the hospital first, not so much that the mortuary mortician dude shows up and scoops them up to take them there. I thought they had to go to the hospital. Well, I guess if they're you get there and they're just dead and there's nothing to do to save them, what's the point of the trip? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a EMT or any of that shit. But the fucking the guy shows up and he's packing up the dude. Maybe he died fucking the doll. Better question. Maybe he took him a blue chew, had a full blown heart attack, and just died. Because how did he go digging through this guy's shit? Like, where did he see this fucking real doll? Just posted up in the fucking corner of the room. If you went into a guy's house and he was dead, you wouldn't look to find some treasure. <laughs> I would probably look to find some treasure. Yeah, you're digging around, but then you find a doll, and you're like, well, Jack there's no pot. cameras. Yeah, open the closet door, and you just fucking lean it against the wall like a dead body. Oh, shit. Wait, wait. I would also put on all that guy's clothes, though, so if there was cameras, it would look like that guy was fucking the doll. This one looks like Mila Kunis. Hold on. Hold, please. <laughs> this guy's already dead. Why not give it one more fucking whirl? He uh, even asked. I would have to hose it off first because he definitely came in that thing. He's not new. What if that guy had AIDS and he ends up at the AIDS cemetery later? Like, this guy could have been spreading the disease. Do sex dolls get AIDS? If you come inside them and leave it there and some other guy fucks your cum, probably. I don't think that's science. Whatever, dude. <laughs> I got a fucking degree from University of AIDS Phoenix cum. or something. Get out of here. It's <laughs> not a thing. It's a lady that sex doll. That guy's got AIDS cum. Yeah, if it was a man doll, then maybe. But it's a lady sex doll. It can possibly. There's a wild fucking story. Now, I get it. I, I told the story on Who's Right years ago. Like, I was left alone to my own devices, and I fucked somebody else's pocket pussy, like a family member's. <laughs> and I say family, like, not not blood, like married family. And we weren't even married. It was boyfriend, girlfriend, his nephew. We bought it for him. What? Wait. It's a long story. Well, I got time. Okay. Bought- <laughs> All right, I'm going to try this again, right? All right. Out of high school, 18. I dated a 40-year-old woman who had kids, also had sisters who had kids. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there were a lot of siblings and cousins around there that were, you know, teenagers to mid-teen. We got her nephew a pocket pussy, like, as a joke, when he turned 18. And I'd never seen the fucking thing again, you know, until I, I assumed... That uh, it was just just a joke in that because it wasn't even a good one. Like it was literally just the little tube with like a little bit of pussy hair on top of it and like a, a plastic p- 
pussy, like you know. Would you guys make it a camp? What's no, we didn't make. We got they got it at a store, but you look at it, there was nothing to it. Like it was before, maybe not before flashlights, but that was not. We weren't spending that kind of money. It was a fucking supposed to be a, a joke. Surely he, he wouldn't actually fuck this. It. I'm sitting there taking a shit, and I fucking open the bottom drawer like you said, snooping like you do, and I fucking open the bottom drawer, and there was just a pocket pussy laying there, and I was like. Oh, okay. And I just shut the door and it just rolled around. I got up, I wiped my ass, fucking went in the kitchen and was eating a sandwich. And I went back to my sandwich and I took a bite of it and I'm just standing there like, I shouldn't have left me here by myself today, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Then I went back and I fucked it and I put it back in the fucking drawer. On a full stomach. Yeah, not a full stop. I finished my sandwich after. Like, I didn't make it through the sandwich, Pat. I took like one more bite and thought about it. And I was like, I better get going if I'm going to get this fucking handled. That's even scarier that you like walked away, contemplated, or like, I got to fuck that thing. When I told Doug about it, you know, we were talking and he said, how hard was your dick on your way from like putting your sandwich down back to the bathroom? <laughs> I go, oh, rock hard immediately. I was like, I'm going to go fuck this thing real quick. Now, I've never seen a pocket pussy. Like, so... Is it lubed on the inside? Or are you just dry? No, fucking? it's it's like silicone, but kind of like the squishy kind inside. The, it was almost like a, you know, when you go in a car wash, they got those fucking little uh, brushes that have like the little dangly fucking things, hanging little finger yeah. rubber dangly things. It's like a bunch of those inside, like fucking a sea anemone. You put your dick in there. And it feels good. It probably feels better with lube and stuff like that. I probably just jerked off with it. I'm a dry guy anyway, for the most part. Not all the time, but when it's I'm a fucking I'm a grown man and a dad now. I don't have a lot of time to be jerking off. So, but was it better or worse than jerking off at your hand? Let's it was say. definitely worse because okay. you know you got to fucking hold on to the thing. And I was standing in somebody else's bathroom. We didn't have porn and stuff, so I was just imagining thinking about that sandwich. Huh? No, I wouldn't think. About it. <laughs> It is funny. Like, it wasn't a time where, like, you could just whip out your phone and watch some porno. It's just like, well, I'm going to go fuck this thing. And I got to pretend like I just stare at the wall and act like I'm not doing it. You know, just jerk off to imagination sometimes? Sometimes. Now. But, like, back then, you know, that's all I really did. I would do it on TV. I remember the first time I ever actually jerked off to completion, I was watching the Married with Children was on TV and Christina Applegate. And when I got to the very end, nice. when I was about to come, the show ended and People's Court came on. And I came to Judge Wapner, which sucked. But. <laughs> got the job done, though. Yeah, it did. It's That's weird. fucking funny, you son of a bitch. Rusty the bailiff popped up and I was just, <clears throat> I was like, fuck. <laughs> I'm trying to see if there was anything else about this story that was of interest. The fact that. Well, there's uh, a lot more. Oh, first of all, okay, so how did they find out? How did he get caught? So it Did said, they find his cum on the doll? Did he confess? That's exactly. Pat, you're a your fucking mind reader here. So they manager, he went to the hotel manager or the fucking apartment manager and asked, said, hey, can I uh, take a piece of that fucking sex doll for evidence? And the guy was like, I don't feel comfortable with that. So, n- no. For evidence? Like, what are, are you a cop? He said a biopsy. They're check it for cancer or something, probably. <laughs> what a dick. Well, uh, look, it's prostate. Says he later report hearing noises em, em, emanating. That's a big word. Emanating from the deceased person's unit, which had been secured with a deadbolt and chain. Saw Smith running? exiting. He was fuck. He locked the door for what he was about to do. I bet his dick got hard on the way down the hallway. 
Did you lock the door when you fucked that thing? Lock the bathroom door. I didn't want people. Yes, I mean, like not all the toilet. You can run around. Like, lock like three doors. That probably wouldn't have been their plan. Yeah, yeah. What's everything so locked up for? Nothing. <laughs> well, I'd be pulling down shades. I mean, yeah. If I'm doing that, yeah, no one's. No one can find me. That's what it was. It was somebody else's bathroom, and you know, like there's usually a mirror right over the sink. So it's like I literally would have just been staring myself in the eyes, fucking this silicone pussy on the counter. Had I looked up, so I think it was just more of a. You know, close your eyes and go to a happy place. And you didn't want to, like, go find some 40-year-old panties to sniff while you're fucking it. That'd be crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It was at her sister's house. That was... I probably could have went and done that. God damn it. You gotta think sometimes. Take your mind off the sandwich and think about the sniffing. My mind was was clouded with the thoughts of banging the silicone uh, fuck pussy from the drawer. I can't say... 18 years old, you're so horny. Like... 16 to 18, I jerked off the Victoria's Secret magazines. Like, you know what I mean? You see something, you say something. You I used to I mean? jerk off while I was driving around when I was 18, just because. Like, I wouldn't even park in a parking lot. I'd just be like, I got five minutes till I'm home. And you just fucking slow down on a gravel road and just crank one out the fucking door. Whoa. Just spit in the hand? I was ghost riding my wiener. One hand on the wheel, one hand on the deal? You're just going? Yes. Wow. When you live out, you didn't have any porn in the car. You were just thinking about the drive, like Fast and the Furious. I drove a 1982 Buick Riviera at the time, and for those of you kids, where did you come? Out the door. That's what I'm telling you, Pat. I fucking. When you were driving, you had the door open. Your Dukes of Hazard style coming out the door. (laughs) Just some good old boys. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) It was fucking a wild time. Like I used to love jerking off, so that's the deal. There should be an article about you. That's way more exciting than guy who fucks doll he found from a dead man. I called it carjacking. It made sense to me at the time. But yeah, you fucking drive home with your dick on one and you fucking cranking. And then right when you get to the spot, I don't think I ever stopped. I don't think I would put it in park. I think I just put it in like neutral and pulled over on the side of the road and just kind of rolled open that big heavy ass door. Blew a couple ropes out the door with like a cloudy head. Yeah, dude. A clear head. I guess I can I can think again now. That would feel weird putting the pants back on. You're just like, what did I do? <laughs> the shame that would just come over me. Like, you might feel good in the moment. Just like, can I just jerk off while driving? I'm an animal. I could start a podcast about places I've jerked off, but I feel like at a certain point it might get me arrested. Not that I've done it by a kid's playground or anything, but like I've jerked off in just parking lots, <laughs> busted into like a McDonald's. Food bag. Yeah, there's got to be a statute of limitation. Like, it's, as long as like seven years ago, you're fine. I guess that's true. There weren't cameras around really back then. Like, camera phones weren't a thing. So it's like, I probably would have been caught by now. Just sitting in a. There's I, also no proof that you're not lying. I had really good tent. I drove a like a pest control truck, like a work vehicle. And sometimes I would just be in, in cities. People would cancel appointments. I'd be sitting just in a Taco Bell parking lot for an hour. And I'm like, well. <laughs> I'd throw my fucking coat over my fucking shoulders and just sit there and jerk off and fucking blow you're load. You're all these chemicals. You're next to a Taco Bell and you're jerk. There's nothing sexy about anything you said. You're just beating off. I know. It's just got to get the poison out, bro. I can't Did you fuck- see something? Was there a woman? Was there something that turns you on or you're just like dick? No, just fucking pulling on it until it spits. Damn, dude. I was never that kind of horny. It's not even horny. It's just like I'm a mechanic. I tell you what it is if you want me to break it. (laughs) You want me to break it all the way down? Yeah. So, like, I had a pretty bad childhood. And when I learned how to jerk off, I got 
the dopamine hit. That's what I'm addicted to. And still am. Like, I like to jerk off because I feel good for two minutes and then I go back to fucking regular life. And I feel like at that point in time, it was a much lower for me. Like, the morale was pretty low. And so throughout the day, I was just hitting that shit like bumps. It was just fucking jerk off somewhere and feel good for a little bit and then go on about my fucking day. So you don't think about driving off a fucking cliff. <laughs> if you do that, do you get you get where like almost sex isn't as good as the jerking off because you built this whole thing up with your own. It can be, it can be for sure. Like if you need the, the quick relief, you know, or the fucking, just the, the tension, I think jerking off is better in that situation because there's no fluff. You just get in there, fucking yank it and get back to your fucking day. I knew a comic who did a joke, but he said it came from a real thing that he literally was having sex with a girl and thought, I can't wait to jerk off to this later. <laughs> like his whole mind was just like, he liked that so much more than being with her that he was doing it to have something to think about. It's fun. Like you feel like you're performing a little bit. I think when you're with a lady or a guy, come on, let's be honest. Um, I think that when you're doing it by yourself, you're not trying to impress anybody but yourself. So the only thing you really got to worry about is like overshooting the t-shirt or whatever you're jerking off your fucking, your toilet, wherever you're fucking throwing one. And, uh, you know, yeah, Why trying to some people anybody. love the game and some people love practice more. Like they say, Michael Jordan loved practicing more than the game. You like, <laughs> practice. I, I like the game. I don't, I don't even like to practice that much. I, I will because I need to be better, but I'm psyched about the game. You imagine that guy, just Mr. Practice. That's me for sure. Yes. I show up early. I leave late. I'm the practice guy. Hell Anywhere, yeah. Anytime in your car, Taco Bell, you don't care. <laughs> Just come everywhere. Your DNA is everywhere just because you left it. I have a story that I told on my Rubbernecker show, and I almost made my, my co-host throw up. And so I lived in a trailer when I was younger. And I would come in late, same thing, just living in a trailer, got roaches real bad. I would sleep face down on a couch so roaches wouldn't crawl in my fucking mouth and shit while I was sleeping, right? Oh, man. <laughs> so there were nights where, like, it's a, it's a couch against a a wall, a trailer wall with a long shot down the hallway. So you can see if anybody's up roaming around and I would wait till everybody fell asleep and keep one eye kind of open looking. And I would fucking beat my dick and I would just come on the floor there. And it was, there was no carpet. There was no linoleum. It was just bland X fucking flooring. Cause they had to replace the floor. So it's like particle board, plywood, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I would fucking roll over fucking bust the nut on the floor and then just go to sleep. And by the morning time, the cockroaches will have eaten the puddle of cum off the floor. So when I wake up, like the first morning I did it, I got worried. I was like, I better wake up and wipe that cum off the floor because it's probably going to be there. And it wasn't. And I got nervous. And then oh, I just, shit. It just became a regular thing. So I was just <laughs> feeding the roaches, you know? Not all the time, but probably more than I should have. Oh, that must have been like like Thanksgiving dinner to them. Every day. Every other day, just getting blessed. Hashtag blessed. I'm fucking cockroach come Jesus. Just dropping loads on these little motherfuckers. Providing for their families. This place is great. No more Mexicans for us. This is it. They're just coming in. There's just a pile of yeah. salt that they can't wait to just chew Salty on. protein, man. Instead oh of, God. we've been hanging out in the dog food. This is not, this is so much better. <laughs> Hey, imagine when those cockroaches got pregnant. You had a weird half-human, half-cockroach baby. It would have been me, for sure, out of anybody on the planet. That would have been my luck. There's some little uh, half-human cockroach hybrid 
rolling what around What if you somewhere. had AIDS and the AIDS come and you killed the cockroach? You talked about that earlier. What if they came, went inside the cockroach and killed it? Yeah. We had the Magic Johnson of cockroaches. <laughs> they bought like four movie theaters and a Starbucks and it was fine. Pat, I almost never do this, but I'm going to have to ask you. Can I go take a piss? Yeah, do you have a just a moment? I'm so sorry. It's been a minute since I've had to do solo shows and I'm fucking Are you going to go jerk off? <laughs> I'm going to go jerk off. I'll be right back in like two minutes. All right. <laughs> God damn, that was crazy, man. It was getting to be all I could think about. Like I was sitting here going, I can make it. I can't. I'm going to have to I piss in this it. cup. <laughs> I seriously was sitting here contemplating. So I'm going to be a motherfucking man and just say, dude, I got to pee. Give me a second. <laughs> a buddy of mine just sent me an article. Um, Kevin Brennan got made it into TMZ, and I watch Kevin Brennan all the time because he made fun of Matthew Perry's death last night on his show, oh. and TMZ covered it. it Matthew Perry doesn't sell tickets. He's a fucking piazza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I saw that. I heard, like, three different people, women, last night go like, oh, no, Matthew Perry fucking died. And I go, all right. My whole news feed is that. And it's all the pictures, like, the six friends, but now Matthew Perry is, like, black and white. Sure. So he's not there. And there's a whole theory about him secretly being gay in the show. Did it say he drowned? What? Did it say he drowned? Did? Yeah, he drowned. I said the wrong. Yeah, I said it funny. Um, oh, drowned. Drowned. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was trying to suck some guy's cock underwater. Have you ever tried to do that? No, I can't say no. <laughs> I haven't either. I haven't even out of water tried it. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, like I said, wait until I'm 60, then I'm racist and gay. And I'm yeah, yeah. All That's it. You need to fucking suck a black dude's dick underwater. Really get That's all the experiences sweet. in it like, once. It doesn't make any sense. How would you do that? Exactly. This is going to be fucking difficult, but I believe you're the kind of guy that can pull it off, Pat Oates. I couldn't suck a dick. I talk too much. <laughs> Your beard would be a problem, too. Like, and I've, anytime I think about these fucking, these hot fucking dude chicks nowadays when people ask, because they always do, would you let fucking... Would you let the Bud Light fucking tranny dude suck your dick? Uh, probably not because he's annoying. Uh, people, the shows I go on, Pat, the people that I hang out with, that's the kind of shit people ask me because I've got the fucking answer. I'm going to be funny. And I go, yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't like the idea of stubble touching my penis. I said, that's the, the worst part. The Adam's apple, the hands, all that stuff. Like I could probably be drunk enough or horny enough to look past it. But as soon as I feel like, beard burn on my fucking muff i'm out i'm not gonna do it i guess that's the issue because i don't drink anymore so like i couldn't do i guess if i was saying like oh if i was so drunk maybe this could happen but sober no yeah it just seems like it would be tough and if you had to suck a dick i think if like gun to my head i'm not gonna do this willingly but I'm a black belt at jerking off. I think I'm just going to like pinch the head a couple times and fucking bite it or whatever the fuck. Like I'm going to know all the little tricks. Just lick my thumb and fucking press underneath the head a bunch till it fucking pops and go, leave me alone now. Go away. How crazy is that guy? He's like, I have a gun yeah. and you have a mouth. We're doing this. <laughs> like that's wild, man. Like I'm pretty sure it's you something to look forward to, Pat. Words. You better suck my fucking dick or I'm going <laughs> to blow your brains out. I'm going to blow your brains out, cocksucker. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna. I, I cause You just want a blowjob real. Yeah. I'll just pay for a hooker for you. Dude. You could have just right. asked. You didn't have yeah. to pull the gun out. I mean, fuck. I'm not good. It's my first time. Now you want to give me pressure? <laughs> <laughs> And I like eye contact. If my eyes are tearing because you got a gun to my head, yeah. that's not fun. Let me go put on some mascara first so this feels right. <laughs> I got a gun. 
All right. See, now you're talking about going next level. You're going to throat the guy? It's your first time. Don't ever deep throat on your first time. Okay? I'm guessing he's skull fucking me. I don't think he's making sweet love to my baby mouth. I think he's grabbing my dumb ears and just going to town. He has a gun. He's not going to be sweet. It'd be the worst day of your life. Just yeah, I would rather that. I would rather get skull fucked and go, yeah. oh my God, I was mouth raped. Then so that guy made sweet love to my stupid lips and I can't <laughs> stop thinking about it. Now I hope I'm on a full stomach. I just had Taco Bell so I can just throw up bean burritos in his pubes. Leave me Let alone. Let me leave. Go take a bite of sandwich. I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, that sounds awful. Jesus Christ. And how did that guy even get around you or just you and him and a gun in your mouth? Like, what happened? I could be what I could be wrong? talked into almost anything. He could have asked me to be on a podcast. Oh, you want to do a podcast in person? <laughs> yeah, sure, man. I'll fucking show up half drunk. What are we you doing? Bring anything? Knee pads. Okay. <laughs> no questions. Maybe a nice blanket. How's your gag reflex? That's the name of our show. It's the first question we asked. I don't think it's good, <laughs> to be honest with you. Mine's awful. I, I can't even go to the dentist. Like, the dentist called me a bitch when I was 13 years old. Because I, I mean, he got so mad. And he put the dumb little, like, pick in my mouth. And I, was, and I just couldn't do it. And he's like, stop being a bitch. I'm like, what? I used to hate that shit. Like, going, doing the routine stuff, going to the dentist and all that. But now I'm an adult and I have insurance. And it's like, I got to go every six six months, I think it is, to get my teeth cleaned and all that shit. Yeah. I basically pay $20 for this Asian gal to put her fingers in my mouth and put her titties on my head. It's not so bad as long as she's. I've been taking care of my teeth and brushing them. If I'm not brushing them, I think all dentist assistants, the people that do all the prodding and shit, like they have a certain level of sadisticness to them. Like they enjoy making men like me cry, probably. You got titties on your head? Is she like over the top? Going over? Like, yeah, that's how they do it. They fucking so you lay down in your. When's the last time you went to the dentist, Pat? All the time. They don't do that East Coast. They sit in a chair in front of you. Your mouth, you're laid back, and what? they're over you, but there's no tits on. There's distance and shit. No, they fucking they up. pull up right behind your head. Like when I recline back, she's an Asian gal, right? So right. I have an Asian too. That's what they do. If I look straight up and to the right a little bit, I'm looking her like up her nostrils and into her face because they work like basically upside down in my fucking mouth. Oh no, they go like this to me, like they're like chopsticks, and they're working in my mouth. They don't get close. That's fucking crazy. How do they, they floss? Like they floss you from the front? That's Yeah. And they, they they take the stupid vacuum thing and put it on your dumb tongue and cheeks and like fuck off with that thing. You need to come down to the south. And get some titties on your head, bro. I don't think you I have a dentist. I think you've got like a <laughs> massage parlor and you don't realize what it is. Oh god damn it. We're known for our teeth in the northeast. You guys aren't known for your teeth. We got summer teeth down here. Some are there, some aren't. Some are here. Someone sent me a thing about a conspiracy theory that the Ch- that Chinese people are putting sandpaper piece- pieces in our toothpaste to ruin our teeth to weaken us as people. Yeah. I'm like, did they do England first? Like, how did... <laughs> 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 That's fucked up. They put that shit in... Uh, hold on. What's the, what's the drug? What's the drug? They make meth out of it, Pat. They Sudafed. Uh, they put it in Sudafed. Methamphetamine? I was going to Sudafed when they boil it down and they make the... uh, I've never made meth. I've never made meth either, but I've had people approach me here years ago when you didn't have to pull your driver's license out to buy Sudafed now. And they would be like, hey, here's $20. Go in there and buy me fucking four boxes of the shit and keep the extra, you know, $4 or whatever. 
I wish I was smart enough to know how to make meth, like with just over the counter thing. I would never have a clue how to do. I it. think that's how they used to make it. At least around here, you take like the Sudafed, so Sudafedrine or whatever the fucking the right. drug is in that, and then they like break it up, melt it, separate it, and then cook it, and then I believe that gets the meth out. Yeah, but there's all those scientists. Like, you know, you can't buy certain baby formula because some guy's going to make fucking heroin. Or, like, all these awesome drug scientists just know what to do with regular over-the-counter shit. It is true. You need to have one of those MacGyver fucking dudes around in your life, though. It's nice. It's good. I have a buddy who can do all that with, like, fixing anything or breaking into places and stuff, but he can't make drugs. Yeah. That's too bad. I wanted a moonshine guy. He's just not sharing that with me. Not too long. I don't want it like anybody to make toilet wine or something, but I think it'd be cool to have a buddy who just makes like liquor. That'd be fun. You go hang out with him and he's just got like a still or whatever. Yeah, he's just he's walking to the back, like, what are you doing? He's just smelling a bottle. He's like, not ready yet. Like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Just Asian shit. No, dude, I want to drink some whiskey out of a jug with three X's on it. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, and then I want him to hand me a bag of money with a dollar sign on it. <laughs> like, I want all the cartoon shit. I am probably never going to drink again but if someone had a jug with three x's that would be the one time i drink again you give it a shot are you uh sober sober you just never had the never had the urge to i I just quit seven years ago i decided i didn't like myself or the people i kept around me when i drank and just one day just said fuck it i'm not drinking and just never drink again i'll hit that wall at some point i'm sure i missed a lot of my drinking years like i drank before i turned 21 and then after i turned 21 i had a job and it cost money and i'm cheap and it was just the thrill was kind of gone because i could go drink at home i could go drink at a restaurant i don't have to go to clubs and bars and shit you know i drank all through college i drank at the beginning when i was married and then right when i got divorced i was dating a girl i was still sober for a little bit i quit near the end of the marriage I was sober for a while, then started dating this other girl who was wild and nuts, and then I started drinking with her, drank for a bunch of years, and then decided it was about seven, I was really with an ex, and she was the meanest lady. Toxic. Like, Why am I yeah. with you? You guys were like, just oh, I fucking each other's lives up <laughs> right, every and I day. I said to her, I said, you're my rock bottom. I'm not drinking anymore, and it's been se- it'll be seven years in two weeks. Congratulations, Pat. But I didn't go to any meetings. And so when I hate when young comics are like, can you help me get sober? I'm like, no, you're a pussy. Just quit. Yeah, just just can't drink no more. Yeah, don't do meetings. Well, see, I've, I've had my other vices. Like, I smoke weed and I jerk off. Like I said, I, I get the dopamine dump, like, where you're trying to get your little rush and shit. But, like, I just didn't drink for the longest time because I get cotton mouth. So, really, alcohol doesn't do you well when you're trying to rehydrate. Once in a blue moon, I'll smoke. I'll get high like maybe once a month. If someone else has it, I'll take a hit, but I don't do it myself. I'm, when I go traveling for comedy and I'm stuck somewhere for a weekend, I'll take an edible just so I can walk around and look at dumb shit. But that's really about it. So, like, when I was when I was 16, I got shot in the face. And that's, like, a part of my lure that's my gimmick, shot in the face world tour. But, like... They gave me painkillers a lot after, and I had a lot of pain going on and shit like that, but I quit taking them at a certain point because I'm not a full-blown pussy, and I realized people would pay me money for them, so I started selling them, and then at a certain First point- First of all, you're not a full-blown pussy because you got shot in the face and you lived, so I think that's enough. It's different, like, and people, I've seen people get shot, I get shot in the- You should have just sucked that guy's dick. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I will not. You're going to make me go to the gay cemetery. Enjoy those painkillers. So I I used to make fun of my friends who smoked weed. And then right around 18, I got into it. And I just kind of have. And it's funny because, like, at this point, I don't get high anymore. 
it's I use okay. pot to kind of get me to normal because without it, I'm not just irritable like fucking, um, uh, like the a withdrawal. Like I'm not like grumpy and shit like that. It's just I'm genuinely dealing with a lot of shit <laughs> over the years that's still like file sorting itself out up here. And on days when I'm like I'm annoyed and stuff like that, it just gets me back to normal. You know, that's, that's why I don't smoke much because I like that I'm fucking high thing. Yeah, so that's how I, I was with drinking. Of a joint, I'm feeling fucking tremendous. I had munchies, all that. Sure. And I don't want to never have that. Well, that's what I'm rediscovering now. Like I said, with booze, like until COVID, I didn't really drink. Like I would have two, three beers and I'm done. Like I'm drunk and fucking acting silly. Not like pulling my titties out yet, but I'm still pretty lightweight and I'm a decent sized dude. Like it's. Three little seltzer beers or a fucking a margarita shouldn't put me there, but at that point it did. And like now, you know, I'm up to about three. I could have three beers and still be pretty good. And I, I shut it down after that because I don't like feeling dehydrated. I pee a lot. I'm like a fucking like a 16 year old kid. You ever do other shit like like mushrooms or acid or anything like that? No, I've done mushrooms twice. The first time was like chocolates. I didn't really do much. And the second time was like we did the made electric Kool-Aid tea or whatever the fuck it was. And that was fun. You know, like how colors were silly and I laughed a lot and it was really cool. Like, I don't think I ever want to take a God dose of anything. Cause like I said, getting shot in the face is top 10, but it's not even close to some of the worst fucking memories I've got rolling around in my head. Same. I did that <laughs> shit when I was in college. I did like mushroom three times, acid mm-hmm. twice. But I haven't done it since I was I want to laugh and, and have a good time. Yeah, LSD, fucking, uh, uh, what's the one that Rogan does? The DMT. I don't need to see stuff like Ice that, Waka, man. Ice whatever the fuck word is. Yeah, Ice Waka. Yeah, Waka Waka. <laughs> <laughs> the bear drugs. Imagine being in a place where you're like, I'm just going to put some stuff in my brain and see what shakes out. Like, no, no, no. I spent a lot of years closing those doors off. <laughs> it, you must have had a really good childhood to be able to do that shit. You want to fucking I run down the hallway? And doors at all. let all the crazies out at once. I don't like that. All the work I've done in therapy the last couple of years, yeah. I'm doing like busting doors open with some weed. I've never been to a therapist. I'll Chris Benoit this whole fucking neighborhood if you do some shit like that. Whenever I'm on a podcast and someone messages Chris Benoit, I ask the same question every time. Yeah. Do you think the baby tapped out? Yes. Good. I think he tried. No one ever thinks he did. But I would like to think if you're Benoit's kid, I mean, yeah, when you put someone over when you pass out, but yeah. I don't think he wanted to put his dad over. I think he From what I understand, Chris Benoit didn't like it if you didn't sell the fucking crossface. So I imagine right. the kid tapped immediately. As soon as he's like, oh, oh dad, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that the mom got to come in and do the three count drop, like on the little baby's arm, like they lifted it up? And oh, I thought it. he, I thought he tapped her out first and then went with the kid. I don't know the rules. You may be right. Yeah, it was a. But I know that Chavo match. found Eddie and Chris. So that's, I mean, that poor guy's walking around with some, finding his best friend and his cousin. Yeah, but right there, I mean, he's that's got insane. It's good visuals to jerk off to, I guess. Yeah, he can't do acid. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? He just he does acid. He does a god dose of acid, and now he's got Chris Benoit and Eddie following him around like fucking force ghosts just all day long. Just little blue Ooh, outlines Chavo. of Chavo, and he's, his friends are all dead. It's like, oh. Stop! <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge wrestling fan, so we want to go out in this world. I yeah. watch it all day. Well, we so. can save this for the next time, Pat. I don't want to <laughs> keep you too long, and it's Sunday, and I, you know, I, I hope this is uh, the first of many. I'm glad you're around, and anytime, Please, Pat Oates, if it was you want fun, to f- man. I had a lot of fun. I learned a lot. 
it's I bumpy in the beginning. That's the right thing because I don't know you that well. So we're trying to fill each other out. But like, yeah. I fucking I enjoy what you do, and I will gladly come and chat with you. Anything you need, you fucking hit me up. I'm Done, a, I'm man. a fan. We'll definitely chat again. Yeah. Um, I want to wrap it up and leave people wanting more. Pat, do you want to give your plugs or where to find you or? If you could just go over to YouTube, it's Pat Oates on YouTube. I just need 17 more fucking idiots, whatever it is, or 13, whatever number it is now, and I can monetize. And I have a new podcast I'm going to start doing that's going to be based off the Compound show we're doing. Sure. It's about conspiracies, but I don't know anything about them. Other mm-hmm. people presenting them, I shit on them. So that's going to be coming up once I can monetize, plus my POS podcast and all my stand-ups on there, too. So just go over there and subscribe, please. POS is a lot of fun, guys. Do you? This is a dumb thing. I don't know how often you throw it around. Do you give your email address? Out, if people want to contact you, since that's pretty much the only way, or do you say, yeah, yeah, any way you want to? So, uh, if you you can follow me on Instagram or, or Facebook, I'm not on Twitter, but like, yeah, if yeah. You email me patoatscomedy at gmail.com. I'm only on Twitter, so when I've tried to find you the last few years, I go, oh, look, Pat Oats, and then it goes, last tweeted 19, and I go, oh, no. Twitter got too angry. Does anybody know how to get a hold of Pat Oats? I need to get a hold of Pat Oats. <laughs> Yeah, Twitter's too weird. It was for me. It was just like everybody was just trying to be like Eminem in a rap battle. I'm like yeah. I don't need everybody being mean. I'm well, you can't do that now. They'll kick you out. Like the, Twitter's gotten so gay now that they'll ask you before you send something. They'll go, "Are you sure you want to call this guy a faggot?" And it's like, "You're right, Twitter <laughs> X. I don't want to call this guy a faggot. I want to call this guy a shit packing, cock sucking, fucking motherfucking, and just go down the list." If I want someone to ask me that, I would have stayed married. You know what I mean? Like, you sure you want to call this guy a faggot? I'm like, no, I guess I don't. Here's the don't put all your eggs in one basket problem. I'm Twitter. I've always been on Twitter. I'm like a god of war for PlayStation. Like, I'm only here. I don't do anything else. And so that's fun because I can say things like that. Until I called Carl from WATP a rat-faced homo in a, in a tweet. And they go, real cool, kid. <laughs> They took my fucking account away, and I go, oh, no, I didn't think about that. Hey, guys, I was just playing, and they were like, nope, can't say that. What was the insulting part? Exactly. And here's the thing. They were talking about uh, uh, Brian Six. You know that guy, Beezer? Uh, Brian Six got kicked off some lineup or something, and they were taking record. Who do you think should be at Skankfest? I said, you should have WATP live because with Beezer gone – He's the second best rat-faced homo that I know, and fucking Twitter <laughs> took my account away. They were like, no, do not pass go. Fuck right off. And it was horrible for a moment. I go, oh, no. That's where all my contacts are? That's everything. <laughs> yeah. I, when I left, someone made a fake account of me for a while, and everyone's like, is this you? You're saying wild shit. I'm like, no, but it's kind of flattering someone made a fake account. Yeah. I haven't gotten that far yet, but I'm hoping to someday. That's how I know when I've hit the fucking pinnacle is when somebody makes a, a Jody B parody account. Nice. I'll work on it now. Oh, thank you, Pat. Okay. Well, hey, it was nice to get to meet you, man, and hopefully I get to see you sometime. Definitely, man. Thank you so much for having me. Hey. Shitty Song of the Week's gonna be hitting you up soon. I told him. I hope so. I miss being on that show. I was on a couple times. I love that show.
Craig Mack, life's a B and then your D. Refer to Nasty Nines, Illmatic, CD number three static. You don't want none, you're best to keep looking. A E I O use the ass whooping, you're tooking into clearing present danger. I'm a perfect stranger, quick to rearrange you. I look, so look out, you hear me comes. Quick to beat you down like the RZA on the drums. Change my name like Prince, punks be trembling. My name ain't Shaq no more, call me Superman Emblem. March get set, go left. The Shaq, the RZA. Get ready for the mess. <laughs> we don't need no hook. <laughs> no we don't hooks. need no hook. We don't need no hook. 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 No